Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm, and we have a live link at thetrumpet.com. This program and all of our programming on KPCG is available also in podcast form, wherever you like to get your podcasts. You can find us there. The Ninth Commandment is one that is flagrantly broken in society today, and most people think nothing of breaking it. In fact, it seems many people expect it to be broken as a way of life. We can see what this Ninth Commandment is in Exodus 20 and verse 16. If you have a Bible handy, it'd be great to get it out, and we could look at these passages together. Exodus 20 and verse 16, here God gives the ninth commandment. It says, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. So this commandment forbids lying. And yet we encounter lying on almost a daily basis. False advertising is lying. We see that all of the time. and It's getting more extreme. Politicians are often caught in their lies. The media has been exposed for hiding some things and just flat out lying about other things and then drawing extra attention to something they really want to have people focus on. They're not fair in their reporting, and usually there's a lot of lying involved. The medical profession and drug companies have been caught in scandals and deceit. It's everywhere, and yet God forbids it. He forbids all of it. The ninth commandment. Don't lie. Now curses come from lying. Blessings come from telling the truth. Why is it that lying is so serious? Where does it come from? We need to understand lying and see how damaging it is. And then make sure we conquer that. That we get away from lying. And we live truthfully and we tell the truth. But we can see where the foundation is in terms of lying. Where does it come from? What's the source? John 8 and verse 44 shows us that. This is Jesus Christ talking and revealing this truth. He says, You are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So Christ reveals here that lying comes from Satan, and so does murder. Murder as well. A lot of times, those two are very much intertwined. But when a person is lying, they are doing the will of Satan. Do people really stop and think about that? To lie means to do the will of Satan the devil. A person may think they are protecting themselves by lying, by trying to escape getting caught in a sin. But all they're really doing is committing more sin by lying. And it comes from Satan the devil. That's how 
diabolical it is. That's how serious it is. He lives a lie. Everything is a lie. And the society around us, which again is Satan's society, Satan is a god of this world. Second Corinthians 4 and verse 4 talks about that. Everything in this society is a lie. For the most part, you see the, the uh, you know, entertainments of the world, a lot of lying in that, the movies, the uh, websites, the industry, the commerce, a lot of lying, a lot of falsehood, the, the way food is produced and advertised, lying involved in that. Anywhere you look in this society, you see Satan's lies. He's very much involved in that. He is the father of liars. He is a liar, and he's the father of it. And that's how serious it is. And Christ said in verse 45, because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. How true that is today. People, a lot of times, refuse to believe the truth, even when it's obvious. There are some things that are just pretty obvious, and yet a lot of people won't believe it. They won't believe the truth, but they'll believe the lie. And that's getting to be more that way in this society today. Lying comes from Satan. What sort of fruits does lying produce? Notice this in James 3. And we'll look at verses 5 and 6. What happens when a lie is told? Verse 5, this is James 3, it says, Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindles. Just start small, maybe a comment, maybe a question, but in the spirit of lying, and it makes quite a fire. Verse 6, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defiles the whole body, and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. I mean, lying ends in eternal death if it's not repented of. And there just gets to be this path of destruction. You know how it is with a fire. You know, it gets started, and it starts small, typically. And then it just goes and goes and goes. Here in Oklahoma, where we're broadcasting from, it's very windy, and oftentimes it's dry. And people have to be very careful with fire, because somebody can start a small little fire, and then it ends up burning thousands of acres and neighborhoods and, you know, kills people and livestock. And it just started with a little tiny fire in a backyard. Well, that's the same way here, where it can just be a word or, a, you know, a, something that is said that doesn't seem maybe in the moment to be that big of a deal. But if it's a lie and it doesn't get stopped, it grows and grows and grows and it, it causes destruction. That's the fruit. That's the fruit of lying. We have a booklet on the Ten Commandments that's free at thetrumpet.com that gets into detail about each of the commandments, and including this Ninth Commandment. And here's a quote from that book, and we recommend you get that and study it. It's free at thetrumpet.com. But here's a quote from it. It says, When we deeply meditate on these verses, James 3 and verses 5 and 6, we realize that there has been untold human suffering and damage caused by people who carelessly lie, slander, or gossip about another human being. 
Yet all parties are damaged by such actions. Who can ever trust a liar, slanderer, or gossip? The Proverbs state, He that hides hatred with lying lips, and he that utters a slander is a fool. That's Proverbs 10 and verse 18. The quote continues and says, Why? Why is that the case? And then it quotes Proverbs 18 and verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So if we're speaking the truth, it causes a lot of blessings, but if we're lying, it causes destruction. Lying causes great harm to all involved. The person who tells it, they destroy their own reputation, damage their own character, and then whoever the lie was told about, obviously it damages them, it damages their reputation, it can cause a lot of problems. You know, we see in the news sometimes where somebody's spent years in prison because somebody lied about them. And stories like that are tragic, but it's because of lying. It's because of lying and the damage that is caused by it. So we do have to really think seriously about how seriously God takes lying. He doesn't want to see anyone harmed. He doesn't want to see anyone have these negative results in their life that comes from lying. What's the end result of it? What's the end result of lying? Where does it end up? Revelation 21 shows us this is very sobering. This is the truth. Revelation 21 and verse 8, it says, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. That's eternal death. If somebody's a liar and they won't repent of it and they won't change and start telling the truth, that's the end result. All liars are going to have their part in the second death. And that's the end of it. God will not have lying in his kingdom. There will be no place for lying in God's family kingdom. There won't be any sin. And, and how many people really live today like they believe what it says in Revelation 21 and verse 8. I mean, to really understand that lying not only does damage now, but it ends in eternal death if it's not repented of. Do we take it that seriously? We need to. We need to really stop and consider what God says about lying and how damaging it is. Of course, we don't want people lying about us. We have to make sure we're not lying about other people or situations or anything, but that we're being truthful. Now, God expects us to grow to where we don't lie, but instead we tell the truth where we are living in a truthful manner and we're taking on more of that mind of Christ. Notice this quote from our Ten Commandments booklet. Again, this is a free booklet at thetrumpet.com, and it's really vital to uh, look into and to study, and it's one of those booklets that's always good to go back over because we can always learn more, we can get into the Scriptures more, and, and develop a deeper understanding of how to obey God. But this quote says, To stop lying, we must understand why human beings lie. Study little children. Why do they lie? Generally, little children lie to avoid punishment or to appear better than their peers. With adults, it is not any different. 
The root cause of this horrible sin is vanity. King Solomon recognized this simple fact. He wrote, vanity of vanities, says the preacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. You can look at Ecclesiastes 1 and verse 2 to see that. Every sin, it says, has its root in vanity. And so as that quote points out, people generally lie to, one, avoid punishment, or to try to, and number two, it's to appear better than they are. And that's the way Satan operates. He wants to appear good and righteous, but he's a liar and a murderer. He's false. But we want to be living truthfully. And so to move forward and apply the positive application of the ninth commandment, we have to live and speak the truth in all areas of our lives. Now, God's law shows us the only right and true way to live. That's, that's the path, the law of God. That's the way to live. That's the right and the true way to live. Notice this in Ephesians 4 and verse 15. Ephesians 4 and verse 15, we're admonished here. It says, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. We're to be growing. We're to be taking on the mind of Christ. And we have to speak the truth in love. That's the way God does it. It has to be motivated by love. God's love is the motive behind living truthfully. Lying always ends up hurting. It hurts the person that lies. It hurts the people being lied about. It hurts everybody. The fruits of it are horrible. And as we read there in, in Revelation 21, those that are liars and won't repent of that, they don't have a future. They don't have a future because God's not going to have lying in his kingdom. Satan is a liar, and he's the father of it, and a murderer too, as Christ said. But we want to be not living that way, living, but we want to live like God lives and like Christ lives. And they live truthfully. They live truthfully. And God's love is the motive behind living truthfully. Telling the truth in love, it always helps. It ends up helping. Sometimes it's not easy, but it always produces good fruits. The Ten Commandments booklet says this, Remember, there are no good lies in God's sight. That's important to remember. There's no good lies. There's no lie that God will be okay with or say like, well, I understand that. There are no good lies in God's sight. God's law is what it is. And he takes it so seriously that Christ had to live a perfect life and then be killed to pay the penalty for sin. God's not going to allow sin. He's just not going to allow it. There's a penalty that has to be paid. And when we repent, then Christ shed blood pays the penalty for that. But we have to stop lying if we are. And, and of course, you know, humanly, people have a tendency to do that. And it's something that as we grow older and we mature spiritually, it's got to be something that just we're far away from that. We're living truthfully. There are no good lies in God's sight. It says half-truths distortions and deceptions are condemned throughout the Bible. That's really worth considering, thinking about that. 
You know, people tend to sort of have different scales in their minds in terms of, well, this lie is really bad. That one's not as bad. And they sort of, you know, have them weighted. But there are no good lies in God's sight. Half-truths, distortions, deceptions, all of it is condemned in the Bible. The quote says, let's all learn to live and speak the truth and thereby inherit the glorious kingdom of God. So when we look at God's commandments, when we look at all of them, they're positive. They're very positive. They do warn us to not do certain things. In some cases, like this one, don't lie. Don't bear false witness. But there's a positive application. And that positive application is to live truthfully. What a joy that is when you don't have to hide anything, when you're not trying to cover something up, when you're not trying to deceive, but you're just living openly and honestly. There's freedom in that. There's joy in that. And ultimately, there's birth into the kingdom of God. Because God's kingdom and family are going to be full of truth. People that tell the truth, beings that tell the truth. God's word is truth. And that's how we're going to be living and acting. The Ten Commandments booklet says, This is the wonderful and uplifting message of the Ninth Commandment. You shall not bear false witness. So again, we want to look at the positive side of that. And, and take the warning as well. Don't lie because it causes so many problems. It kindles this fire like we read about in, in James where it kindles a, this fire. Well, it starts small, but boy, does it take off. That's the way lying is. We don't want lying in our lives. So as we think about God's law, as we examine ourselves, as we strive to take on more of the mind of Christ, we really need to consider this ninth commandment. We live in a society that's saturated in lies really built on lies in so many ways. But we don't want to be living a lie. We don't want to be believing lies. We don't want to be accepting lies. We want to be living truthfully, openly, honestly, and making sure that we let God's word show us what truth is. That's how we know what truth is. We look at the word of God and measure things according to that. It's a wonderful commandment to not lie. It keeps us safe and it brings so many wonderful blessings into our lives. Again, the Ten Commandments booklet, that's free at thetrumpet.com. If you don't have it, please uh, request it. It's free and, uh, and read it. It's a wonderful book to study and to get into the Word of God and understand it a bit better. That's free at thetrumpet.com. That's all the time we have for today on this edition of Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. Thank you for spending some of your time with me. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.